Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters. Two pastors. One podcast. Here's what we're talking about today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am fine. How are you? I'm doing very well because I got a nice long night of rest last night and looking to a short week, so oh, yes. life is good. Life is good. Yep. Yeah, we had a Friendsgiving yesterday yeah, with great um, our college friend mm-hmm. who now lives in San Antonio, excitingly, and her family, So, and another family was there, so we already had some turkey and some yummy we stuff. We did kind of a warm-up, you know what I mean? Sort <laughs> of just uh, kind of the, the first run, the practice lap before we hit the real thing here. I guess. I don't know. I've never had two Thanksgivings in one week, so we'll see. Oh, it was great. It was great fun. And we played this game that they introduced us to back in New England uh, called Hide the Thimble, you know, where the, it's a great little uh, party game uh, where they they hid these little uh, everyday items like thimbles and safety pins and pennies and whatnot, just hid them in plain sight around the room. And the idea was uh, you you form teams and you have to go find them. uh, And the first team to gather all of, all of them wins. And it was, it was a lot of fun because this stuff is just like literally hiding right before your eyes. Well, they hid it pretty well. Yeah, we used to do this one. We used to have some holidays with her family, her family of origin in New England, because we both lived, well, I lived really far from college. Mm -hmm. And and when we were married, we'd go to their house sometimes too. But anyways, I think it was harder than it was back in the day. Yeah, either that or we just can't see as well. (laughs) I definitely can't. Okay. So anyways, there was that. We have uh, Ellie is at home, which is so nice. Yeah, Ellie got her ring for University of Texas. That was very exciting. Sophie comes home tomorrow night and Sam comes home Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. So we will be full. Yes, and the boys, as they say, are released from torture for a week. So they're Oh from school, yes. Yes, yes, liver Released from torture. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So good. no, it's, we're in a good place, and the, the family's kind of gathering up again, and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, and it just for church, uh, we are completing Operation Christmas Child mm-hmm. today. Today, yep. So uh, there will be some boys there and some people uh, putting lots of boxes into a truck mm-hmm. and uh, sending yeah. that off. That's been like a month-long project. Yeah, I think they're up to two trucks now. Two trucks, yes. Yeah. They, yes, you're right. This is the second truck. Um and yeah, we had a growing hope. We had our turkey distribution mm-hmm. on Saturday, so we were able to give Thanksgiving meals to I think ten or eleven families. Uh, and well, you'll be great. making some turkeys on Wednesday for yeah. some other families yeah, so in the, need. Uh, the Christian men of Bernie were going to meet at the Kendall County Fairgrounds and uh, <laughs> cook. Well, I want to say something like three hundred turkeys, uh, prepare three hundred meals. It's a great event. It's you know all various churches in town all come together, and it's it's just a wonderful event. So it's Good. always one of the highlights of my Christmas, uh, my holiday season. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So looking forward to it. Good. Well, this is going to be the last podcast of 2023 because Crossways had the final class of 2023 Mm -hmm. on Wednesdays, and that's what we're doing on the podcast right now. So since they, the class is on break, the podcast will also be on break until after the holidays. Yeah, until until January. uh, January, the second week of January, whatever that is there. But yeah, yeah. So a nice little break here, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we are going to end on a good note with the Gospel of Matthew. Beginning only, beginning of Gospel of Matthew. So we will end. On a good note with the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew. Okay, okay. There very good. Uh, so, you know, there's four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We looked at Mark first, uh, or Crossways looks at Mark first. Yep. Because one of the, the main scholarly theories is that Mark was probably the first one written, and that Matthew and uh, Luke used Mark to write their own Gospel. So that's okay. one of the theories. You know, we don't know for sure, but that, that's one of the theories. Right. Uh, and so I, I want to um, to talk about some of the differences between Matthew and Mark. Now, again, you know they, they all tell the same story. Yep. It's the story of Jesus Christ. Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell him basically the same. There's some details. Uh, John's is, is very different. He's, he's unique. Uh, 
Uh, but even within Matthew, Mark, and Luke, though they tell the same story, which is called the synoptic gospels, mm-hmm. the sin together optic to see that they're seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's different emphases. And so, you know, Mark's emphasis is very much on urgency. And we've spoken about that a lot, yep. that Mark hits the ground running at 60 miles an hour and just doesn't stop. He keeps going, 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 going. And Matthew's begins very, very differently. So if you remember, Mark begins his gospel, you know, the good news of Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of God, and then there's John the Baptist preaching, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Matthew takes a very different approach. Uh, so Matthew begins, this is Matthew 1, verse 1, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And he goes through all of these different names. Uh, and so right off the bat, Matthew you know, is setting a different tone for his gospel. And he's telling us that Jesus is a descendant of David and Jesus is a descendant of Abraham. Those, of course, are the two, uh, the, the, the two main covenants in the Old Testament. God's covenant with Abraham and God's covenant with David. Okay. Um, or two of the three, you know. Yeah. And uh, and Matthew makes a really big deal about this, that he tells us that, that Jesus is the son of David, and then the way he organizes his genealogy uh, is in in uh, names of 14. So this is verse 17. Yep. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14, from David to Babylon, 14, from the Babylon to to Jesus, 14, 14. generations. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and he, so he emphasizes that three times. And the reason he does that is because uh, the numerical value for the word David is 14. Uh, and so in Hebrew, you know, as in Latin, you know, they didn't have Arabic numbers back in the day. Right. So in Latin, they had, you know, MCM would be 1900. Right. Uh, LV would be 55 and so on. Uh, in, in Hebrew, DVD added up to 14. And okay. So right off the bat, Matthew's telling us, okay, this is the Messiah. This is the one promised to God's people, to the Jewish people. So he begins with this this really strong emphasis on Jesus's Jewish uh, lineage okay. and inheritance. Okay, so he's the son of David, and he's the son of Abraham, the one that we've been looking for ever since God appeared to Abraham, the one that we've been looking for ever since God appeared to David, is here. And then you know, chapter with the rest of chapter one, again Matthew kind of draws it out, um, and you know Mark hits the ground running. Jesus is there. He begins his ministry, and boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Matthew kind of takes this long kind of prologue, and he really tells us, uh, you know, first of all, he tells us the Christmas story. Yeah. And so, you know, it's because of Matthew and Luke that we have the Christmas mm-hmm. story. And the, the thing I want to emphasize for the purpose of this podcast is that five times in these first few chapters, Matthew says something like, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. Right. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a child. Right. And he says that five times. And again, he's he's <coughs> emphasizing that what is about to happen, what is happening with Jesus, is in fulfillment of what God said would happen. Uh, that, and so he's really locating Jesus within his yes. uh, this Jewish context. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, the, the first few chapters here of, of uh, the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus really recapitulates or rehearses um, the, the basic outlines of the story of the Old Testament, of the story of the Exodus. And so Jesus begins in Bethlehem, because that's where David was born, in Bethlehem. Right. Uh, and then a man named Joseph, his father, takes him down into Egypt, just as Joseph led his brothers uh, into Egypt back in the book of Genesis. Um, and then he does that to flee from an evil king. Uh, and then, you know, he, uh, and then Joseph leads him back up out of Egypt. Uh, and just as God led his people through the waters of the, of the Red Sea, 
Um, so Jesus appears through the waters of the Jordan River. So he's baptized by John in the Jordan. We hear this voice of God. Yep. So it's revealed to us through the waters of the Jordan. And then just as, um, as Moses led the people in the wilderness of Sinai and they were tempted um, by the devil, tempted to turn back, you know, oh, let us turn back. Life was so much better oh, in Egypt, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. You know, Jesus is tempted, but unlike the people of Israel, he resists temptation. And he does that by quoting the book of Deuteronomy three times, which tells the story of the wilderness wandering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as we'll see, you know, Moses leads his people to Mount Sinai. And there on Mount Sinai, God gives his people the covenant. Uh, and then Jesus will lead his people to a mountain and he will go up on the mountain and he will interpret that covenant for them. Hmm. You have heard it said, mm-hmm. but I say to you, that's the Sermon on the Mount. And so there's all of these, in, in, Matthew is very intentional um, about these thematic elements that, G, that the story of Jesus really reworks and rehearses uh, the story of God's people in the Old Testament. Wow. Okay, right. that's amazing. So I kind of like that. And the word for that is recapitulation. Recapitulation. Word, right? Wow. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that, I, that was very interesting. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so another one of these <clears throat> cases, <clears throat> so that, that kind of sets up the prologue. Uh, and then another one of these cases that happens, you know, we, we left Jesus on, uh, about to give the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. The way that, that Matthew structures his, um, his gospel you know, it can kind of seem like just one thing after another for right. 28 chapters or something like that, 20 chapters. Um, but that's, that's really not the case. Uh, the, the way that Matthew structures his gospel, he's very, very intentional. There are five times where we see this structure that takes place. So Jesus will, uh, people will gather to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus will begin to teach them. He goes on and teaches them. By the way, in Matthew, Jesus talks an awful lot. Yeah, you know? it's like a lot. If you have a red letter Bible, you can see it's like oh, red everywhere. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you compare that to Mark. Uh, and Mark is much more focused on yes. what Jesus does. Yes. So there's, there's, uh, there's far fewer, far less red text. Got it. But in Matthew, Jesus talks a lot. And that's part of, his, uh, that's part of the way that Matthew uh, presents him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Jesus will gather people. He'll teach them. And then there'll be sort of a narrative. Um, and then it repeats. And okay. then he'll gather them and he'll teach them and there'll be a narrative and it repeats. And then so that, that happens five times. There's these five teaching sections okay. in the book of Matthew, hmm. uh, which probably correspond to the five books of Moses. You know, just as God gave Moses uh, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so through the new Moses, through the new lawgiver, through Jesus, God gives his people these five teachings, these five discourses. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting. We'll take a look at one of them. Um, and it, uh, the, the, the first one, we'll take a look at this next year in a lot more detail. Okay. Uh, but the, the first one where this really makes sense is, you know, chapter 5. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain. He sat down. He called his disciples to him. He opened his mouth to them and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor, right. for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then he goes on and teaches <laughs> for the next, you know, uh, what is it, two, three chapters. Mm-hmm. Five and all the seven, way yeah. through until chapter uh, 7. So this is the Sermon on the Mount. Again, mm-hmm. we'll come back to this next year because we really go into, into focus in the next unit. Uh, but Jesus gives this long, long teaching, the Sermon on the Mount. And then it ends chapter 7, verse 28. And when Jesus had finished these sayings, the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And then he goes off and he, he does these things. So there's this, you know, here's, here's Jesus teaching. Yep. Da, 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 da. Jesus finishes these teachings. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off and he does this, um, and he kind of, there's this narrative uh, about what he does. And so in the Sermon on the Mount, he tells them, you know, here's what the life in the kingdom looks like. Okay. And then here's, and then he shows them that. Mm. So there's this pattern of three things that follow. 
um, in the uh, in the next couple chapters here, in, in chapter eight and nine. Or I've got to find my right page here. Ah, there we go. So this pattern of three things that follow in mm -hmm. Matthew chapters eight and nine. So it's three sets of three. Uh, so Jesus gives the Sermon on the Mount, and then he heals a leper, he heals a Roman centurion, he heals Peter's mother-in-law. So three people right. who traditionally would not be able to be excluded from the covenant. You know, Roman Gentiles are not part of God's people, okay. lepers are unclean, and women, though they're part of the covenant, are kind of, you know, clearly second cast. Sure. And yet the first thing Jesus does is he goes and heals them. Mm -hmm. And then there's this teaching about it. And then there's another pattern. Jesus steals the storm. Jesus casts out demons from two uh, possessed men. Jesus heals a paralytic. So there's these three miracles, and then this teaching about it. You know, Jesus says that he has come to heal uh, those who are ill. It's not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick, he says. And then a third pattern. Jesus heals Jairus' daughter and the hemorrhagic woman. Uh, Jesus heals two blind men. Jesus heals a man who is unable to speak. Um, and this time, by this time, the, uh, the Pharisees turn to him. So there's this one. And the point I'm trying to get to is that it's not just simply one thing after another. No. Right? But that Matthew is telling uh, the story with a particular structure, uh, with this, this uh, the, the cycles that you go through. Mm -hmm. And when you can key into them, you can kind of get the overarching framework of what Matthew is doing. Very now, related nice. to that, there's these five books. Uh, the first one we just looked at very briefly, right? Mm -hmm. We could call it the kingdom of God is at hand, because that's the Sermon on the Mount. So he says, here's what life, you know, here, let me tell you what life in the kingdom is. You have heard it said, do not kill your brother. But I say to you, do not even be angry. Right. And he goes out and shows them what that life looks like. That's the first book. Uh, the second book, Jesus uh, gathers up his apostles and he sends them out only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So he sends them out to the lost sheep of house of Israel, but then he sounds like one of the Old Testament prophets, one of the minor prophets, preaching woe to these unrepentant mm -hmm. cities of Israel. And then in the third book, <clears throat> Jesus begins to build up his church. You know, he says to Peter, you know, you are Peter on this rock, mm -hmm. I, shall, I shall build my church. Um, and as Jesus builds up his church, there's this real us versus them, insider-outsider dynamic. <clears throat> and so here in this third book, <clears throat> sorry, I need some coffee. Here. Yeah, right, yeah. you need some coffee. Or water might be better for that, oh, but coffee. that's okay. It's better. Okay. And then here in the third book, Jesus teaches in parables. Um, you know, he gives the parable of the, the, the sower, the parable of the weeds and the wheat, the parable yes. of the dragnet. Okay. So that, you know... Uh, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, so that you who are on the inside can understand it, but onto the outside, they, they don't get it. There's this real separation okay. that Jesus is making between us and them, between people who understand and people who don't. Um, and then in book four, there's the uh, what they call the true Israel, where Jesus um, Jesus begins to teach on forgiveness. Okay. So what does it really look like to, to be his people? Um, that it's not simply forgiving seven times, but 70 times seven. Uh, so there's all these parables on, on forgiveness, and Jesus heads up into Jerusalem. And then there in Jerusalem, that's the fifth and final book, hmm. uh, that's where Jesus <clears throat> brings the kingdom itself. And so he's crucified, died, raised hmm. from the dead, and then um, and then um, gives his disciples the great commission to go and share the good news. Right. So even within the five books, there's this pattern. You know, things start great, and then tension builds. He goes to the lost sheep. They reject him. He begins this us versus them. Some people get it, some people don't. To the people who do get it, there's this teaching about what it means to live in his kingdom. Uh, and then finally, there's his um, his betrayal, crucifixion, death, and resurrection. Hmm. So there's this real pattern to it. Very nice. Yeah, that's very neat. And so what I love about, I mean, I, it's a lot of material to cover, I tell you, a lot of material. Um, but what I love about Crossways <coughs> is it does help to 
I think it, it helps to uh, to see the differences among the various gospels, mm-hmm. um, and then also to kind of see these these big patterns of what's what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, as we'll see, you know, Matthew. And I guess I, I would want to end it up with this. Matthew is very much a Jewish gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he begins with a genealogy, Jesus's descent from Abraham and David, um, and then he presents Jesus as you know reliving the story yeah. of of the Exodus. Uh, and then he shows Jesus as kind of the new Moses, you know, teaching these five books of law. So he's very much the Jewish Messiah. And then as we'll see next year, you know, in Luke, uh, Luke presents him as the, the Gentile, as the, as the savior of the nations. Uh, and so in contrast to Matthew, Luke puts much more emphasis on Jesus' ministry to those who are not Jews. Uh, and so that's one of those distinctions or one of those. Uh, and it's really a matter of emphasis. I mean, it's not like they... Right. You know, it's not like Matthew would say, you're wrong, I'm right. It's, it's really just kind of a matter of, of their emphasis, how they, how they tell the story. And who they're writing it to. And who they're writing it to. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. Good. So now we're going to have a little break. A little break. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, yes. I, I very much enjoy Crossways. I've been giving God thanks uh, for the last couple of days because as, you know, as I look back on Crossways and the joy it's given me uh, to, to be a Bible teacher week in and week out for mm-hmm. you know, a year and a half now. It's been great for me. It's really built me up. Good. Um, and I, I, I get excited when people, almost every week, someone will say to me, boy, I never thought that before. Right. You know, so it'll be great to hear that. And then to see, too, that the, the kind of um, impact it's had on the church as our midweek activities are, yeah, completely. are um, ramping up. And ramping up. Yes. Yeah. So it's been great to yeah, see. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. But now we rest. Now we rest. So we will be back in January. (laughs) Yep, in January. we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, okay, first let's say Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. (laughs) First things first. Okay, well, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and we will also talk to you in the New Year.